Hello and welcome to another episode of Cam's Cops Our Stories. Now today we're going to be discussing undoubtedly the most popular branch of the policing family, our four-legged friends, the dog unit. From sniffing out evidence such as drugs or firearms, to finding missing people or catching criminals, our police dogs really are vital in helping us keep Cambridgeshire safe. In this podcast, we speak to Dog Unit Sergeant Becky Jones and Dog Handler Samuel Davies to find out what life is really like working alongside our crime-fighting canines. We also speak to Wood Green Dog Rehoming Manager Chris Bennett to find out how some rescue dogs get a second chance thanks to the force. We hope you enjoy the podcast and remember, the nose knows. I love dogs, always had. I enjoy my job. I mean, what better job is there that I can go to go to work every day with, with, with my dogs? So we've got some, uh, we call them DCW, so drugs, cash and weapons. It's a little bit of a, um, it should be drugs, cash and firearms, really, because it's firearms that they search for rather than weapons that you would suggest would be a, a knife or anything like that. It's actually firearms or component parts of firearms. Um, we have dogs that search for mobile phones. We have explosive detection dogs. So, you know, all the Olympics are involved in a lot, searching all the venues for any devices, making sure everything's safe. And we've recently just had two dogs that have licensed as victim recovery dogs. So they um, are trained to detect blood and bodily fluids. So they can be used for um, crime scenes. Um, I remember one of the handlers telling me a story about, I don't know which force it was in, but these dogs have been used for a rape scene where scenes of crime have been in and couldn't find anything. And one of the VR dogs has gone in and found a tiny speck of semen on a carpet. So they were able to narrow down the search part of the um, room, cut that piece of carpet out and then analyse that and manage to get a conviction from that. So, yeah, they're, they're amazing. I watched them licensed last week and it's just unbelievable what they can do. Back in the uh, drugs, cash and weapons course that finished at the, the end of last year, I believe there was six of us on the course and four of them actually come from a rescue centre. So I'm Chris Bennett. I'm the dog care team manager at Wood Green Animal Charity. Um, so my role is to oversee the daily care of probably about 80 to 100 dogs um, we have in our care every day. So when we look at, at dogs that are sort of police dogs and, and other working homes in general, um, quite often we see owners that bring dogs in with, with behaviour issues. So the dogs are overexcited and they're stealing things and they're jumping up and getting highly aroused and tugging on clothes and being destructive. Um, and then when we, we see the dog in and we just see this high drive, the dog is just bored and frustrated. Um, and one of our first alarm bells for us is really, would this dog rather have a job than just be a pet? Um, you know, it's, it's a great life for the majority of dogs we take in to be a pet. But when we see them that just want to use their nose and they want to work and they so much, so much frustration pent up inside them that they want something to do. Um, yeah, giving the, the police a call to say, you know, you interested in this chap is um, is one of the highest things on our agenda at the moment. So uh, TJ was was one of the ones that came to us in, in his prime adolescence, really. He was owners that kind of couldn't cope with his behaviour. Um, Again, we, we had this, this high drive dog who was just getting bored and frustrated with things not, not happening fast enough and fun enough for him. Um, we worked with his behaviour in kennels because he was jumping up and tugging on staff's clothes and that kind of thing. We, we rehomed him, but he came back to us. We, we tried a foster home and he came back to us. 
um, and you know we, we're not going to give up on a dog of his age with that perfect temperament but just that bored drive so we we got in touch with the, the police one of the officers came over and met him um, and yeah giving him that focus and giving him something to do seems to have completely worked for him he seems to be a, a huge success with you guys from what i'm hearing which is which is great because i'm not so sure he would have been successful as, as a generic you know as a pet as, as, as a lot of us do have dogs i think he had far too much in his head going on to, to just sit on a sofa most of the day uh, after a month or so i had the opportunity to take on tj who is a labrador who come from woodgreen rescue center and yeah after a month or two of having him it's pretty evident that he's going to have the right sort of behaviours, drive to come a specialist search dog. And he went on to a drugs, cash and weapons course. And we finished that in November. I've got Clifford. So he came from a pet home in Luton at 11 weeks old, walked into the house and immediately fell off with this little puppy with a wonky ear. He doesn't have his wonky ear anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> He's grown out of that. Um, yeah, so he was he was given to us by a pet home. I've um he he came with the name Rico actually um and I took I brought him home and my my teenage daughter I walked him into the back door and she said can we call him Clifford and I was like there is no way I'm calling the police dog Clifford but you know within 30 seconds he was called Clifford <laughs> um yeah he's doing really well I'd um my daughters are early 20s and mid-teens I'd forgotten what it was like to have a baby <laughs> getting up in the middle of the night and the progress he's making and the little sort of developmental steps he's taking you can just see things clicking in his head every now and then it's really lovely but it's hard work but I wouldn't change it it's brilliant so I was very fortunate with TJ actually because from passing his course the very first job he helped in assisting locating uh, a very large amount of suspected controlled substance and a warrant so yeah I was, I was very happy with that considering that was his first ever search um recently again just shows how great the dog's nose is and how much they offer us is a vehicle was stopped uh, a drug search was conducted on that vehicle officers had searched it uh, actually specially trained search officers so i come there after where they was pretty happy there was nothing in the car uh, used tj tj went in there where he actually indicated on a door. So upon further investigation, we looked and there was actually parts of this door that you could remove and take off. We found a large amount of drugs that were hidden down there. So it just goes to show, obviously, it would be more than likely that if it was just left to humans to search that, would it have been found? Most likely not, it, it was missed. So yeah, it's stuff like that. And it gives a, a real sense of achievement, all the training that we put in, a bit of pride when we have jobs like that. and. Yeah, it makes me happy and proud of him. Generally, our our GP dogs, our general purpose dogs, um, the German Shepherds would tend to work until they're about seven. Um, although the Mallies and the Herders have a slightly longer life, there's a little bit more agile, not so many hip issues with those sort of dogs. So they're slightly longer, but generally around seven or eight, our general purpose dogs we work for. And then when they retire, the handler can either keep them, um, which many do, uh, one of our handlers has got about six dogs, I think, <laughs> or they can be rehomed. And we've got, or Hart, Hartfordshire have got a rehoming scheme that um, a big long list of people waiting to rehome police dogs that are retired or police dogs that haven't made the grade. So, yeah, they're very well looked after. Um, and our specialist dogs tend to work till they're about 10. 
and again they can stay with their handler if they want to I suppose again just a, a special thanks to Wood Green it's not just Wood Green you've got places like the Dog Trust as well that I know we we've taken dogs from who are now successful dogs uh, they play a massive part they obviously put a lot of work into the dogs you can even see that a lot of the dogs that we come with a lot of work's been put in for their behavioural issues to be fair with TJ you could tell work being done just from little things from his sit and his down and and general sort of obedience and yeah they put a lot of work in to them dogs these rescue centres and we're very grateful for it because they've given us some cracking dogs that have turned into some real real cracking police dogs so yeah just a thank you to to the rescue centres. Thank you to Becky and Sam for sharing their experiences and stories of working alongside the canines of our Bedfordshire, Cambridgeshire and Hertfordshire dog unit, and to Chris for sharing his rehoming knowledge. And thank you for listening. Remember to look out for the next episode of Cam's Cops Our Stories on our YouTube channel.